0: The biggest battle that we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will be interviewing individuals who have done that, who have gone through the struggles, who have tried to create a reality and all that they could. And when all the odds were against them, They made the impossible possible. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking this journey with me as we go through and discover different avenues to break through those limits, different avenues to help you expand your reality so that you can evolve into the person that you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition on The Mindful Experiment. I am talking about today, chapter three of my book. Uh, I wrote a book, came out in actually end of April, first week of May. Came out called Rediscover Your Greatness. This book is all about a guide to creating an inspired and fulfilled life. In life, I just read the news today that Kate... Uh, Kate Spade committed suicide, and then also Chef Bardot, um, Bourdain, I mean. He also, um, supposedly, I haven't got the word on what happened, but I heard he was a suicide or committed something along those lines. And it really just shows me again that this work needs to come out. This work needs to be shared. And that's why I'm so happy I was able to share this book to the world because it really gets down to the truth that you can make a choice on anything you want, anything, anywhere you want to be in your life. If you have fulfillment, it won't happen. If you have true fulfillment within your heart and living every single day, you're not going to want to end when you're happy and fulfilled. And I truly believe in life we've been so programmed and conditioned to focus on the external and focus on external things, materials and all those types of things, that it has helped us, actually has made us more empty within. As a chiropractor, a practicing chiropractor, I also noticed that, you know, depression's on the rise. Most kids and most women in America and America in general is a very depressed society. We're on the most, the number one selling drug uh, or in America is Abilify, which is an antidepressant. We are so depressed when it comes to society, but why? Why is it like that? And that's why in Rediscover Your Greatness, I share with you a guide. I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all. I'm not saying it's the way. I'm saying it's a way to helping you create a fulfilled, inspired life. So check it out. It is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. We have other online retailers, iBooks. We have an e-book, and we're coming out with our audio book very soon. It should be released in July. But it, um, right now, as this podcast is being re- recorded and released, Uh, We do have a special going on on Kindle So the $9.99 The book is being sold for $4.99 And that's going to be available until uh, June 13th So take advantage of that Um, So I digress That's my little commercial Let's dive in We're talking about chapter 3 of my book Chapter 3 What is it all about? Well in chapter 3 I really wanted to break down As in chapter 1 we talked about who you are In chapter 2 we talked about the focus uh, What you focus on What creates your reality Right? And so in chapter three, I wanted to take it further down that whole rabbit hole, if you want to call it, about focus. But turning it a little bit and tying it into how what you focus on, again, is your creature your reality. But here's some things that you choose that is based on focus. But now I'm giving you examples. So in chapter three, we titled it words are the fabric. Words are the fabric to your reality. The word you choose is what creates your experience. You know, the magic of words is that they have the power to do more than convey meaning. Not only do they have the power to make things clear, they make things happen. Frederick, I'm going to butcher this last name, Bushner. Bushner. And so the words you choose is a way of focusing. The way you explain how you market, how you share something, how you look at something and how you explain it. There's a vibration to the words that you use And those vibrations of those words Is going to create an experience for you It's going to attract and manifest that type of experience When you explain things to the universe And the words that you choose That is going to cre- echo to the universe And it's going to come back and say Okay, this is what you shared with us and told us Here you go uh, I want to. Here's the, the, the purpose of what you have What you've been sharing with us You know, in my book I start off right on the first page I talk about how When we look at the way humans communicate and the different ways we do, there's over 7,000 languages in the universe. Again, I share my source on there. And, you know, we express in so many different ways. You know, communication is expressed in so many different ways. And when I do public speaking and corporate wellness programs or corporate corporate, uh, speaking uh, engagements and so forth, uh, one of the things I've noticed is that I always talk about how 93% of communication is nonverbal. 93% of your communication is nonverbal. And so when you look at, you know, when you look at the energy, when you look at a dog, right, you just look at, if you have a dog, you can play around and do this with them. When you're in front of your dog, I want you to look and say, I love you in the sweetest voice and watch how they get excited and make sure your tone, your body energy is all positive. You get like really bubbly inside when you share this with them because they pick up on that. Then what I want you to do is say the exact same word, but change your tone and energy. Think of like something hateful inside or something that upsets you or angers you and then just say, I love you to it. But not with a nice tone. You're going to see they they don't really respond the same way. And it's because tone and vibration, tone in your uh, body language plays a massive role in how it comes to your health and overall, I mean, to, to communication. But as I said, we talked about in chapter two so much about focus. And what I want to share in this chapter overall is how there's lower vibrational words and there's higher vibrational words. The higher vibrational words attract more fulfillment, inspiration, and so forth in your life, the lower vibration is going to bring the things that you don't like to enjoy. It's going to bring lack of fulfillment, lack of inspiration, and so much more. It's going to increase more stress in your life and, and et cetera. So when I look at this, my whole goal of chapter three was to show ways of how you can change low vibrational words into higher vibrational words to change your reality, to change your experience, change your life. And the way you explain things, how you explain it in full detail, changing the words around is going to play a huge role in that. They always say the vocabulary of what you have, it takes the experience of what you're going to be. And if you change your vocabulary, you're going to change your world. Be sure to taste your words before you spit them out. I like ice. So, I mean, there's just so many different things about it. And, you know, like one thing, a lot of people say, choose what you desire. Choose what you desire. And I truly believe, not all the time, but for the majority of the time, people who choose to desire something is focusing on the lack because you're looking at what you don't have and saying what I want. Now, if the universe shows you experiences, this is the only difference I have for it. If the universe is just showing you an experience... Of what you don't want Then you start to know more Of what you do want And so that's where the difference is But if you're like, oh, I would love to have a million dollars Well, do you have a million dollars? No. Are you focused on a million dollars? Maybe. right? But if I say I'm never going to be bankrupt again I'm never going to go bankrupt ever again It's not going to happen I've been there, done that, don't need to go back And so all of a sudden I declared Well, I'm not doing that I'm going I want the total opposite of that And I just put all my energy and focus into that. And so that's why, like, I kind of started explaining, like, in my life about goals versus vision. I don't make a lot of goals anymore. I focus more on the visions. What are the visions of my life that I want to achieve and do in my life to go ahead and attract? Because the goals, it's kind of like telling God I have a plan. And what happens is God's going to turn around and laugh. Because in essence, I'm the creator of my own life. So why am I setting goals and where I can say, you know what, God? Here's the vi- here's the universe. Here's the vision of what I want to create. And in my in my chiropractic office, I want to be the wellness, pediatric, and family wellness leader of my community, which I am. And I want to continue to know that I am a resource for people, for moms to empower them, moms to be who are pregnant to empower them to have trust in their body and to have trust that uh, you were designed to do have a pregnancy that's natural without any intervention and to edu- you know empower them in that way and be able to empower kids to live a more natural free life so they can have a holistic upbringing to know understand the laws of the universe, laws of nature and understand that you know the things that challenge our immune system and challenges our body. Our bodies are equipped to handle it or else we wouldn't be here in a species today if it wasn't for our beautiful immune system that develops and exists when a child's born and continues to develop and grow. And so in teaching and sharing that the chiropractic lifestyle to give hope to humanity, to move forward in a more optimal state, in a more uh, uh, returning back to their perfection, which was to be um, happy, healthy and vibrant. That's the purpose of my vision And so everything I do when it comes to my office Has to align to that Now I can set goals and stuff But the thing is everything I have to do has to align to the vision It makes my life so much easier Because now I just focus on the vision And everything I choose to do is going to be aligned towards that vision And if I don't I'm being incongruent I'm telling the universe it's a different story So, I mean, you got to understand, I used to be a guy who used to create a ton of vision boards. I've done over 20 of them in my life, uh, and I would update them almost every year, and I would have different ones for different categories in my life. And I would also spend five to ten minutes a day focusing on these vision boards. So I would focus on what it is I wanted. But the thing is, I I had to go through experiences, and so I focused on lack. I, I really did. At the end of the day, I was focusing on lack, and that's why I don't like saying the word desire um, so when you when you share a vision within, you can put it in visual context if you do. Um, I, I usually recommend intuning it within you and tying emotion to it. Some people like to have a visual context in front of them, and that's fine. But I really recommend that when, if you're going to do vision work, you want to intune within your mind and allow to... Uh, uh, Let the good feelings good emotions because emotions are energy and motion. You're getting things moving You're creating attraction power raising the vibration and allowing to pull that into your reality a lot faster That's what I recommend to do Um, And don't focus on anything except what you want to experience. What is it that you're choosing right again? It's like choosing a movie off netflix. What are you choosing to have? I want to experience a comedy. Okay, go to comedy Which one you want to look at? Well, this one looks good. I want to I want this one you choose, you pick it, boom, done, you get the experience. That's how you have to do it. So, you know, the thing is, when it comes to words, I always say, you always, always want to make sure you choose words that are going to benefit you. You're going to choose words that are going to be more uplifting. As you change your way, you express you express your words on anything. And in the, in the book, I tied a lot about financial, uh, negative belief systems to financials, money. And I said to change the way you express money with your words, change the way you view money with your stories, change the belief systems you have with money. Here's the 10 of the top 10 list. And I studied like tons of different lists and I found correlations with them and I crossed them over and I put them in the book. You know, money is the root of all evil. Money is not the important. It's only money. Money is there to be spent. The richer you get richer and the poorer get poorer. I'm just not good with money. My family has never been rich. Money is a limited resource. You have to work too hard to get wealthy. Either rich or happy or either rich or healthy. It's selfish to want a lot of money. Now, in my upbringing, I had one, two, three. I I share in the book, I had seven out of ten. And that's how I chose words to express how my relationship with money was. Mine were money is not that important. It's only money. Money is there to be spent. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. My family has never been rich. The money is a limited resource. Um, You have to work too hard to get wealthy. And you're either rich or happy or either rich or healthy. And that was my teachings growing up in my society, parents, and so forth. And I used to have a story with that, and that story had words with it, and those words explained my experience with that. And it wasn't until time I made a decision to change the words around to my relationship with money, to change the words around and to see it in a different perspective. And I share a lot of... Different things here about the power of the word, and I use the Bible to share some of this. Uh, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. For he spoke and it was done He commanded and it stood fast But they deliberately overlooked the fact That long ago by God's word The heavens existed and the earth was formed Out of water and by water It's from the word everything begins It's the fabric to reality The word is the essence of it all and, and, and God exists in all things And since you're a creator What you state through word is going to create within you And create in your experience So you have to be cautious of the words that you choose And now you may be saying Okay I've got to be cautious What does that mean? Well, like, for example, I used to say all the time when people ask how I'm doing, I'm always like, I'm doing amazing. I'm doing well. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing absolutely astonishing. And I always look for new words that are like even more of a cool experience in a sense. But I always be careful of how I explain things, because the way I'm explaining and the words I'm choosing um, are either going to dictate either a higher vibration experience or a lower vibration experience. The thing is, we're always constantly moving in vibration. So the key concept is, is what are you choosing for words? You know, look at someone that you, you, you have some beef with Or someone that you have a, a, a an argument with You have some issues with Or it could be a child It could be your boss, coworker, whatever it is Look how you explain that to them how, Look at the words that you're choosing And picking out, you know, and, and so forth You know, look at that for a second Because those words you're choosing You're focusing on the choose You're creating that reality You're creating more of it Because what you focus on is what you attract in your life And so I kind of tied this into A little bit about, like, you know, I said it, but if you change the words in your focus you're using, you can change your entire experience in life. And so I share about a little story about what I do in my office. And I talk about how many people in health, when it comes to health, for the most part, many people focus on how they feel, determines if they're doing well or not. So if they are not feeling well, then they think something's wrong. But if they don't feel anything wrong, then they think everything's fine and healthy. Now... When I go and do speaking a lot, when I go out there and speak to the public and to my office and many different people, I always ask, you know, I've asked this question many times, what is health to you? And what's interesting is I get back is that they always, this is the five common answers. Absence of sickness or illness. Feeling good. No pain, symptoms or issues whatsoever. Eating well, nutrition-wise. Or exercising or a mix of the two. Those are what I always end up getting. But I share and I tie in for like the first three: absence of sickness or illness, feeling good, no pain, symptoms or issues. I said, well, what happens if you ever have, some, you ever have a conversation when, with somebody, and a week later they, they had a massive heart attack and died? Or you're having a conversation with someone, and a few weeks later they get diagnosed stage 4 cancer? Where was their feeling good? Was that a good indicator for health? Or how about somebody who was doing well, you talked to them, it seemed like everything was fine, and all of a sudden they, get, they got diagnosed with di- severe diabetes? And I can go on and on with this, guys. The key thing is when we look at this as an indicator, it's not a great indicator to determine health. And so I dive in about like how 50% of heart attacks are asymptomatic. 100% of the time, you cannot feel cancer, heart disease, diabetes, tooth decay, dementia, et cetera, building up in your body until it's created a lot of damage, it's gone too far, and then there comes a point where the body starts to show symptoms because it's, it's gone too far. And the thing is, we're taking a gamble on our health. Another thing is, which I think is very important in health, I'm not saying it's not. I'm a big component of it. I do this myself. is nutrition and exercise. But did you know somebody who exercised and ate good nutrition and still ended up with cancer, died of a heart attack? I have. I share in my book, somebody who I knew who for 14 years who battled for cancer for 14 years, and she still ended up dying of cancer. Or James F. Fix, author of the book, The Complete Book of Running. He died when he was jogging. He had a, from a heart attack. He was one of the pioneers of jogging, and he was helping in the fitness revolution. He exercised consistently, but his disease still got him. So, if those things don't work, then what's health, right? You know, we're picking cho- we're picking words. What is health that's going to really indicate health in the best of what, better reality? Because I personally believe we focus on sickness, illness, and symptoms and diseases as indicators of health and no health. I am I'm having health or no health And the problem is, is that what we're using for words And in our, in our focus is creating more of these issues Because we're focusing on when you have disease Instead of focusing on how do we help with health How do you focus on health And so in, in the chiropractic world We look at function Because what we realize is And this is like anything in life If your body's not functioning well You may not have symptoms yet But they're going to come eventually And it's going to continue to come And the body's going to continue to break down Until you correct function It's the same concept like this, and I want you to visualize this. If you're in a car and you're driving, and here in Chicago this is very common, you're driving and you hit a really big pothole. You stop the car, you check the tire, everything looks fine. You're like, you know what, I didn't see any damage. The tire didn't go flat. Everything's okay. We can go. Let me see. I'm going to start accelerating as, as fast as I like to. I can brake as fast as I want to. I can turn anywhere I need to go. I'm pretty good. There's no issues here. Everything's fine. But then all of a sudden, three, five years down the road, you're driving and all of a sudden, boom! The tire just goes. And you're like, what happened? I can't believe this happened. The tire just wore out on its own. What you didn't realize is that there was a dysfunction in the alignment. And you couldn't tell because you could still do everything you could. You felt good. You had no symptoms. You had no illnesses, diseases, nothing. And then all of a sudden, that little slight of tire alignment misalignment you had from the, pot, the, the pothole kept there. And what it did, it started to wear the tire down on one side favorably. And it just came a matter of time before enough stress... Made it explode. And that explosion could be anything in the world of any issue, disease, or symptom. And so the key thing is function determines all that. Because if we could have regained the function there, we would have prevented that from happening. And I don't like using the word prevention either. Because I'm not trying to prevent something. The key thing is we're just trying to help you become as optimal as possible to respond to your stress and everything that you deal with on a daily basis. So that's the kind of concept when we choose words. Now, I go in deeper into the book as I tie into uh, more about words and the power behind it. Because I said higher vibration words and lower vibrational words, right? And so the words that you choose create, your, create the fabric to reality. And as some people I say, well, if you want to, I share in here, if you want to know the science behind this, check out the water experiment done by Masaru Imoto. This guy, basically what he did... Is he would put the word love on water and he froze it and when looking under a microscope of the water It appeared to be in the hexagonal and crystalline form, which is the most optimal form you want to have water in And it's extremely a high vibration. It's a very healthy form of water And when he did hate and he froze it and looked under a microscope, he noticed it was very distorted It had no organization and so He started doing this with different words. He started doing this with different music. He started doing this with different elements of life, art, pictures, people, and so much more. And what he started to realize is there was different formations of the water when it was frozen and how it crystallized, or if it even did, and how it shaped itself. And so right there alone, that's a proof and sign to show you that words are vibrations, and just like I shared from Paul Psalms uh, in the Bible, a couple quotes from the Bible about the words, and it was stated, and that was it. What you state from your mouth is what's going to head and create. So be careful on what words you choose and what words you use, because if you don't choose words mindfully, you're going to create a reality that is absolutely separate from what it is you desire, what it is you choose, or what it is you want. And so I highly recommend checking that out, because... One of the things about this is that when you look at the, the frequencies of, uh, of words, you can take a look and see, you know, how much is our body made up of, of water, you know, anywhere from 65 to 75%. And so when you're using a word, you are shifting the vibrational frequency of the water within you to vibrate to that frequency. And when you do that, you're going to start to manifest and attract things into your life. Because remember... The universe communicates through energy, through vibration. And we talk about this in another chapter. I dive deeper into this. And the other thing is, this is also called the law of attraction. I dive deeper into this in another chapter. But the key thing is, is that these are vibrations that are pulling towards you. You're creating, you're attracting that into your life because the universe speaks in vibration. It speaks in energy. And so whatever the vibration of where you are That's how you attract things into your life. And the words you choose plays a massive role in that. And that's why you can see that choosing your words carefully, changing your words to be a higher vibration will definitely transform your life. I could promise you that. I'm a living experiment on that. I do that. I've done that so many times in the last 10, 12 years where I started learning this stuff 10, 12 years ago, and I started applying it into my life. And that's why this, my podcast is called The Mindful Experiment. It's experiments I've done on the mind to be more mindful, to be more fulfilled and inspired, to understand my infinite possibilities of what exists in this world that I can have, or create, or choose and be. It's an infinite catalog of the experiences of what you want to have as being a human being. And so I tie in a little bit deeper about the David, David, Dr. David Hawkins, uh, David Hawkins, one of the most powerful books I ever read. Uh, He calls it the level of consciousness. And it was called a book called power versus force. I highly recommend it It Transformed my entire life, seeing things in a whole different realm. It put things in perspective. He calls it level of consciousness. I call it vibration or frequency, Uh, but it's the same thing at the end of the day. Uh, And it's a great book. I highly recommend it. It really ties in deeper to more about uh, words, vibrations, vibrations in general, religion, states, countries, and so much more about uh, that, whole ent- that all that works. And so when it comes to your life, you want to make sure you're choosing words that are a higher vibration. And it'll transform everything that you do when it comes to that. Now, as I continue on here, I know we're cl- I'm closing in on my chapter. Um, I, I share a couple things about, um, One of the stories I started this year here is, you know, I grew up in a family that was very blue-collar. And so for me, one of the things is I had to... um, My dad, he worked for... He laid carpet on the side as a side hustle, and he worked full-time at a grocery store warehouse. used to be known as Dominic's. My mom, she was a fitness yoga instructor, and she also was a nail technician. They worked endless hours, basically, to provide for my sister and I. And so... I never really, I didn't have a lot growing up. I had a, I had what I needed, I guess if you want to say. Uh, but long story short, I remember when I wanted something, and I wanted to get a Super Nintendo, and I told my mom that I'm going to buy it because I know you guys couldn't get it for me at that time. And I waited patiently, and I focused on what I wanted. I pictured myself playing the games on there and so forth, and I kept just putting the energy into that, and I and I was like, I'm, I never said, like, oh, I wish I could have it. I, wish I, can. I never used those words. I kept saying, I'm buying it. I'm going to have it. I see it in my realm already, right? I visioned it in my head, and I chose words that supported that vision. And within six months, I had the I had the. I had six months. I had enough money to buy the entire console, and I was able to buy one game. And then, as it continued on, I was able to buy a couple more later. A couple weeks later. Now, what words did I use? You know, that's the question. And I kept telling myself, "I will have a Super Nintendo." I didn't leave the door open for any doubt, worry, or fear. I stated it will happen. I was so convinced within it, nobody can tell me anything different. No bank account, no nothing, because I didn't have money at the time when I wanted it. And I kept telling myself, I will have a Super Nintendo. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it's going to happen, and it's already happening. And I was that determined, and I used those words. And so when it comes to focus, as I talked about in Chapter 2, which I just did on my recent podcast, I talk about how you have to choose words that are going to support I said vision is the way to go, but you want to choose words that support the vision. What is it you desire to have and focus on that and don't let nothing else happen? That's it. Don't let any other words come in. Don't be like, I'm gonna ha- I want to have this, but I don't- the bank account doesn't show that. Oh, I want to have this, but I can't afford this. Stop saying that. What is it you want to experience in your life? And that's declare that. I declare that this is what I'm going to I am experiencing in my life. This is what I'm going to experience. Now it doesn't have to be something material. I'm just sharing material stuff. This can be in a marriage or a relationship. What kind of relationship do you want to experience? Declare it. State it and focus on that. And don't let nothing else distract and pull you away from that. If it comes to career and you want to move up the ranks, focus on what you want to be and start acting like it. Focus. Use the words. I declare, I'm going to have, I'm going to, I am being, I am already. Um, Declarations work really well because you're stating to the universe clearly and straightforward what it is you desire to have, what it is you're choosing to experience in your life and allowing for that to happen. This can be at a mental, physical, if you want to get in the best shape in the world, start seeing yourself that way. Easy, right? Don't say, I'm fat, I'm chubby, I'm out of shape. Say, wow, look at the perfection of where I'm becoming. Wow, look at how my body's slowly mold. my body's molding together. Look at how great my chest looks or abs look or arms look or legs look, butt looks, whatever. Keep telling yourself that, even when you don't think that. Because your mind's going to go, mm-mm, doesn't look like that. And you're going to go, no, it looks amazing. And start loving yourself on that. And watch how fast it takes to get back and in, get into the shape you desire. So those are just some of the things. But the key things, guys, is using your words. And like I said, when you define different aspects of your house with your words, the quality of materials and tools will be utilized in this house. At the end of the chapter, I talk about how building a house, if you build the foundation when you focus and then you're choosing words, that's the materials you're using to build your house of a reality of what you experience. And so when you choose those words wisely and at higher vibrations, that's going to manifest and attract higher vibrational things for you to allow you to experience the things that you choose to experience at an easier level. So be careful with that. And I know in the book, I didn't dive too much into what word and this word. Uh, again, I just wanted to emphasize on words in general. And so, you know, I could write a whole book on just words. But it's like looking at things saying desire, instead of saying desire, say choose. That's one thing you can do. Instead of said not bad, say great, good, amazing, awesome. And I'm not saying to lie to yourself. Be real. Be honest with yourself. But the same token, no, give yourself hope to say, hey, I'm not going to stop this momentum. Right, you're working out. You did. You let's say you worked out for a week. You go in the mirror. Nothing really is going to change. But if you go, wow, I'm fe- I'm feeling that my I'm getting my body back to where I want it to be. Or let's say money wise. Let's say you want to be a millionaire and you're looking at your life and you're going, oh, I'm not there yet. You look at the bank account. And you have 100 bucks to your name. Well, I'm not there. Instead, you go. You know what? I have 100 dollars to my name. I'm grateful for that. And you know what? I'm going to be a millionaire. It's going to happen. I'm seeing it already. It's there. I'm. It's, I'm happy. I'm, I'm creating it as we speak. It's, it's going to take me, it's going to be a journey, but I'm going to make it happen. It's already there. And just trust and know and go with it. I choose to be a millionaire. I choose to be this. I choose to have this. I choose to experience driving a Lamborghini. I choose to experience driving a Ferrari. I mean, if those are the things you like, as I said before, I'm not one of those guys that are big than the supercars. Um, you know, if I could have a supercar where I can drive every day, hundred miles per hour, no problem. I'll get one. But uh, in that case, you can't. So it's like, what's the purpose? Uh, But you choose what matters for you. If you want your house to be gorgeous, start choosing the words. Start appreciating. I love my house. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. It's everything you want. Have a vision. Support the vision of what it is. Choose your words wisely. More importantly, be careful with the words you choose when you explain stories, people, things in your life. Because those words are dictating and giving more focus and energy to what it is you're explaining, how you're explaining, and the creation of what it's doing in your life. So that was chapter three. Check out the book again, guys. Rediscover Your Greatness, A a Guide to uh, Creating an Inspired and Fulfilled Life. Um, Again, it's special on Kindle right now, $4.99 instead of $9.99. It's available until June 13th. We have the book available on Amazon and and, uh, on Barnes & Noble, Lulu, and all online retailers. Also, if you want to get an autographed copy by me, free shipping within the 48 continuous states, and 10% off the retail price, go to empoweryourreality.com and just go click on the link and you can buy the book and I will sign it and send it off to you. It takes about two business days for us to get it processed and sent out. So um, definitely go ahead and check that out. I want to thank you for tuning in and until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Experiment Podcast. For past shows, please visit www.EmpowerYourReality.com I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you rediscover who you really are, to break through those limits. For connecting with us on social media, please check us out on Facebook at www.Facebook.com forward slash Empower You can check us out on Twitter. Our handle is DrVic21. And also, check us out on Instagram. It's Instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. And as always, if this show you found to be helpful for you, by paying it forward and sharing this podcast with someone that you know who can benefit from it. And last but not least, if you liked the podcast show, please give us a review. Five star. We'd appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment, helping you discover your infinite potential. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And Until next time, keep rocking and rolling.